Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. GTR News. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon, it's time for the afternoon news right here on Ghana Talks Radio. So, to our top stories, angry youth besieged police station demand release of persons arrested over flogging incident. Police brutality will no longer be tolerated, Albin Babin saying. This and more stories coming up. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. So I go by the name Regina Bless. So jumping to our main stories. Some angry youth in Wa besieged the Upper West Regional Polish Command on Wednesday evening, demanding the release of the three persons arrested for their alleged involvement in the flogging of the two youngsters whose sex video went viral on social media. The youth, numbering over 300 parted stones and burnt tires to demand the immediate removal of the three suspects. It took the over 100 police personnel, led by the Upper West Regional Police Commander DCOP Peter Indunkura, over two hours to wait over the angry youth. The Upper West Regional Police Command arrested two persons in connection with the flogging of two persons over a leaked sex video. The three suspects include a person who brought the victims to the palace and two sub chiefs. Reports indicate that the two youngsters in the viral sex video were knocked by some young men in the town who sent them to the Wana Palace. The Wana was absent upon their arrival, compelling the young men to take matters into their own hands and deliver punishment. They were given 20 lashes each. The incident has drawn the ear of Ghanaians who have called for sanctions against those involved. Moving to our next story. The Speaker of Parliament, Albin Bagbin, has taken on the security apparatus in the country, indicating that the brutality of citizens will not be tolerated anymore. Mr. Albin Bagbin said, We will no longer tolerate police brutalities in the country. Parliament is the center of this democracy in Ghana. The concept is very clear. We will be forced to take stringent measures to cap this when it persists, he added. The speaker made a comment as part of the House's consideration of the Defense and Interior Committee's report on the incident of military and civilian brutality in war in the Upper West region. The committee recommended compensations for victims and the trial of Culprit. Just last month, two persons were allegedly killed by police officers. The first, Albert Donko, is said to have been killed by some police officers who picked him up last week in a private vehicle after he allegedly mentioned among friends that he had seen a police officer involved in a robbery incident. A student, Victor Kojo Owusu, was also allegedly killed by police while the youth of Nkraza were protesting over the alleged killing of Albert Donko. 
two months ago, a clash between the youth of Akachi in the Rota region and police led to the death of two people. The youth masked up at the police station to demand the release of an impounded motorbike after police allegedly ran over three persons on a motorbike with their riot van. The incident occurred near the Akachi Training College resorting in the death of one of the riders. Let's go watch a video. Two persons have sustained several degrees of injuries after they were allegedly shot by the Akachi police after Irish youth in Akachi besieged the Akachi police station in protest against brutality suffered by them in the area. The deployment of police and military personnel to the troubled area prevented the situation from escalating. Prior to the incident, the rampaging youth were said to have demanded the release of a motorbike after the police ran down three persons on a motorbike with a police rise van near the Akachi Training College, resulting in the death of one of the riders. The youth say there has been constant abuse by the police in the district, especially on motor riders. According to them, some few months ago, police in the Akachi district brutalized a young man after he was accused of stealing. The accused later died which resulted in a misunderstanding between the police and the youth. I did a catch you and it's mayhem right now. You know, the police people have killed another youth and then there's confusion at the police station and the police people have shot another youth again. Now, they just killed a youth six months, like six months ago, and they just killed another one again. And it's seriously, you know, it's another thing. They just killed another youth again this early morning. And the youth are angry because he killed somebody in Okat six months, November. We just buried him last month. I have to leave this town before somebody killed me or something like that because... The police people these days, you can you just stay on your own and then challenge trouble. The guys were riding a bike. They didn't do anything and police ran them over with their car. A relative of the deceased who was shot earlier on Sunday says, the police must face the law and act according to their training and code of conduct. Right now, I'm very hot. Even when the IGP came to me, I can even hold him down. So then you should just keep quiet for me to talk and tell my feelings. Because when my brother died, if you IGP is your brother, You'll be happy. The policeman that killed my brother, I have to see the policeman. I asked him why he killed my brother for. So, what are you doing now? Right now, yes, the question that I leave the answer and the question is I want to see the policeman that killed my brother. Why he killed him? So, how will you see the policeman? Whether if it is some robber, criminal, first I have to know so that I have to face him. Why you go to court, you have to go to the court and you see, you see, court. The court is the one we have to stand for the final answer. So when we went to the court and he win me, he win me. Right? If he didn't win me, he didn't win me. And I have to drop his chest down. The police so we all saw what happened. The youth are very angry over the police. Yeah, they are over. They are, they are, um, um, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> So moving on to our next story, it's very sad but it's disheartening the way most police people kill youth mercilessly, yes, it's, it's disheartening so the police have to be put in order. Yeah, so moving to our next story, spiritualist sentenced to death for killing his wife and daughter. The Bogartanga High Court has sentenced a 38-year-old traditional spiritualist in Pawuna Tindana for killing his wife and daughter and sacrificing them to his idols. 
Zindana, charged with two offenses of murder under Section 46 of the Criminal Offenses Act of 1960, Act 29, pleaded not guilty. But the court, presided over by Mr. Charles A.J. Wilson, regional supervising high court judge, with an animous decision from a seven-member jury, Tidana himself, found him guilty and sentenced him to death. Prosecuting senior state attorney Miss Joyce Deborah said Tindana is a self-acclaimed traditional spiritualist from Kupliga in the Talinsi district of the Upper East region and the husband and father to the deceased, 25-year Talanta Abigail Kurang and 2-year-old Nyapuka Impawana Tidana. According to the prosecution, Tidana had accused his wife and daughter of being witches. Prosecution said on June 27, 2019, at about 16.30 hours, deceased wife, who had gone out of the house, was told by their son that Tidana, who is also the Tidana for the area, had killed his sister and sacrificed her to the gods. Prosecution said the deceased went rushed back to the house and saw the daughter lying dead in a pool of blood with the bones scattered. The prosecution said out of shock, the deceased collapsed and the accused pounced and hit her with an axe and a machet on the head, thereby killing her in addition to their daughter. He also hit his son with the machet, but the son managed to escape and was saved by young people who were playing football near their house and later took him to the hospital for treatment. Prosecution said an eyewitness who who saw the action could not save them due to an axe and machete Tidana was holding. So she hit herself and later alerted the police who came and arrested the accused person. Police reports said two deceased were found in a pool of blood and discovered an axe and a machete stained with blood lying on the ground beside the deceased. So moving to our next local story. Don't play with weather forecast. GMT to Ghanaians. So, Ghana Meteorological Agency, GMET, has asked Ghanaians not to trivialize its weather forecast in order to avoid disasters. According to a statement from the agency, unlike previously where the agency lacked state-of-the-art equipment to give perfectly accurate forecasts. In recent times, the agency, through the help of the sector minister, Honorable Ms. Usla Owusu Akufu, government and other institutions, has seen some level of improvement that has enhanced their service delivery. The enhanced role of the agency makes it important that the general public pay keen interest or attention to weather forecast and every activity of the agency via our social media handles and the traditional media to be reliable informed. This will help address some of the disasters we have encountered in recent times, such as the Chinese fishing vessel that sank on the coast of Ghana between Armina and Second Day in the western region because of a heavy downpour and the lack of preparedness to deal with the perennial flood on the country, the statement added. Ghana Meteorological Agency made another statement today, June 2, 2022. A bright and sunny day with cloudiness is expected across the country. 
Ghana Meteorological Agency has announced. Isolated thunderstorms or rains are likely to affect a few places within the middle and transition belt as well as the upper regions later in the afternoon. The maximum expected temperature in Accra is tropical 32 degrees Celsius, while the minimum temperature will be 25 degrees Celsius. So we're going on a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the business news. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Ghana Talks Radio, I will UK a Memo and a few mangana muha at the sound system, which is spinning machine papa pa every a man on neighbor be go a mangana muha. It is a we a ye, we engagement, we wedding, we birthday party, political parties are more rally, some way are sorry, a more crusade. So we book carnival or any kind of event. Now we pay spinning machine, papa pa a boa sound in the mu at the dia. Any may come for GTR sounds at the amau. Your live band in so I want to answer at the friend. Yeah, you beat me about the boa. I'm a ujume dia udi and so at me I come up. Your end kind pupuni mantemo anya a ponchi hotel a hope pepe and a yebutu udi anise ube fre and penny four. I was zero five four six nine six zero five one zero. GTR sounds in Muadde and Gaza. <laughs> From the break, if you just joined their life on Ghana Talks Radio, and this is the afternoon news update. So, moving to some business news. Um, World Bank clears education minister in 1.2 million dollars training funds controversy. The World Bank has cleared Ghana's education minister of any wrongdoing in the alleged embezzlement of the 1.2 million dollars fund meant for the Ghana Accountability for Learning Outcomes Project Gallup. Per the bank's record, the Ministry of Education claims of training over 40,000 teachers under the project were verified before the funds were released. The Education Committee of Parliament moved to probe the allegations after some reports indicated that the Ghana Education Service was unaware of the training. In a response to query from Accra based drawing news, the World Bank said its financing is disbursed against the achievement of pre agreed and independently verified results. As per the protocol, the Ministry of Education provided the details of the number of teachers trained in using distance learning methods, which were verified by the Development Partners Group and accepted by the World Bank. The financing was released upon this confirmation. The World Bank remains committed to supporting Ghana in its efforts to improve education for all. The man at the center of the accusation, Dr. Yao Osei Edutun, also noted 
that all the questions they brought to us were responded to. It is generally the procedure. Whenever you do the project, what they do is that they ask you, how did you do this? How did you do that? And you respond. When you respond to their satisfaction, they pay you. So it is a resource linked indicator project. If you have any problem, the money will not be released. They expect you to do the project, then they pay you. So if you are under investigation, they won't pay you, the minister explained. So moving to our next business story, invest list on local stock exchanges by Umiatu Mining Companies. The Vice President Dr. Mahamadou Baumia has challenged mining companies operating in Ghana and the entire West African sub-region to work with government and regulatory bodies to establish a mining index on local stock exchanges to allow both the owners and investors in the minerals to benefit from its exploitation. According to the Vice President, the benefits of a mining index on the local boards are numerous, enabling both the states and mining companies to attract the necessary capital. The vice president was speaking at the opening of the three-day West African Mining and Power Exhibition and Conference in Accra. This will require deep collaboration among the local stock exchanges. The regulators as well as mining firms to incentivize Ghanaians to own listed greenfield exploration projects as the upside on such investment tend to be higher. Petrol prices to rise to 11 Ghana cities per liter, diesel to go down soon, COPEC said. The Chamber of Petroleum Consumers Ghana, COPEC, is predicting the price of petrol at fuel pumps may hit almost 11 Ghana cities by close of the week. However, prices for diesel and liquefied petroleum gas, the OPG, are to reduce by 30 pesos per litre and 17 pesos per kilogram respectively. The National Petroleum Authority, as part of its price deregulation process, employs a two-week inventory window for the adjustment of prices of petroleum products every month. Currently, the price of petrol at major fuel stations is a little shy of 10, 10 Ghana cities per litre, while other petroleum products like diesel and LPG are selling for over 10 Ghana cities per litre and kilogram respectively. The executive director for COPEC, Duncan Amwat says consumers should brace themselves to pay for more petrol in the coming days if no intervention is made. Petrol will go to almost 11 cities for this window, while LPG will decline by as much as 17% or some 1.61% for the first window. He further recommended that the Tema Oil Refinery should be made operational to stabilize the current trend. Getting TOR to work will also forestall some of the challenges we anticipate in the days and months ahead. We impress on authorities to ensure institutions like BOST boosts are not neglected. So we're moving to some international stories. Four killed and multiple injured in Oklahoma hospital shooting. 
Four people have been killed in a shooting spree at a hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma, police say. Officers confirmed that the suspected shooter, who was armed with a rifle and a handgun, was also dead. Police arrived at the scene on Wednesday afternoon at St. Francis Hospital in three minutes, which they say ensured the death toll wasn't high. Multiple injuries had also been confirmed, officials added. Speaking at a press conference on Wednesday, Deputy Police Chief Eric Douglas said, Right now, we have four civilians that are dead and one shooter that is dead also. He said the shooter, who has not yet been identified, sustained fatal gunshot wounds, which were believed to have been self-inflicted. The suspect had one long gun and one handgun on the scene at the time. He said no information was available about a possible motivation for the attack. Moving to our next international story, Bill Cosby bounced on teen in Playboy Mansion. Less than a year after his sex assault conviction was thrown out and he walked free from prison, comedian Bill Cosby is facing another allegation in court. Mr. Cosby, 85, is embroiled in a civil lawsuit over a claim he sexually assaulted Judy Hart, now 64, at the Playboy Mansion in Los Angeles in 1975. The case is one of the last remaining legal actions against Mr. Cosby, who has faced numerous abuse claims. He has denied any assault took place and he is not expected to testify. According to a lawsuit filed by Miss Hutt in 2014, the incident took place when she was 16 years old, days after she met Mr. Cosby at Park at Los Angeles, where he was shooting a film. After giving her alcohol as part of a game, Mr. Cosby took her to the Playboy Mansion, she says. There, Miss Hart claims, Mr. Cosby took her to a bedroom and forced her to perform a sex act. During opening statements at the court in Santa Monica, California on Wednesday, a lawyer said the comedian has a sense of entitlement and not fear. Nathan Goldberg said Mr. Cosby had pounced on his client and she suffered from serious anxiety after the incident. When other women came forward with stories of their abuse at the hands of Mr. Cosby, it was like a cock poked out of the bottle and all of her buried feelings rushed to the surface, Mr. Goldberg added. So we're now moving to our entertainment story and um, it's about deep head trial. So jury sides mostly with the deep in defamation case. A US jury has found Amperhead defamed ex-husband Johnny Depp with an article in which she claimed she was a victim of domestic abuse. Jewish awarded Mr. Deep, who denied abusing Miss Head, $15 million, which um, is convicted in errors, which will be $12 million, in compensatory and punitive da- damages. Miss Head, 36, won one of three counterclaims against Mr. Deep, 58, and was awarded $2 million in compensatory damages. 
The Hollywood stars who divorced in 2017 presented conflicting visions of their doomed relationship in the trial. Over six weeks, the court in Fairfax, Virginia had child details of Mr. Deep and Miss Head's tempestuous marriage and its unhappy ending. Post suggested many Americans were more interested in the legal drama than the war in Ukraine or a potentially historic ruling on abortion expected any day from the U.S. Supreme Court. Coverage of the trial, which was televised and live streamed, hit billions of views on social media. Let's go watch it. Thank you, sir. Civil case number CL 2019-2911. Mr. Depp's claim against Ms. Hurd. 1. As to the statement appearing in the online op-ed entitled Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. In the Washington Post online edition. Quote, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Has Mr. Depp proven by a greater weight of the evidence that question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Heard? Answer, yes. The sta- question, the statement was about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question, the statement was false. Answer, yes. Question, the statement has a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question, the defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Heard. Answer, yes. Question, due to circumstances surrounding the publication of the statement, it conveyed a defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp? Answer, yes. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Heard acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. As against Amber Heard, we the jury award compensatory damages in the amount of $10 million. As against Amber Heard, we the jury award punitive damages in the amount of $5 million. Do you find that Ms. Heard has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. As against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award compensatory damages in the amount of $2 million. As against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award punitive damages in the amount of $0. Court is adjourned. Thank Thank you. you. GGL News. GGL News. Yeah, so that was how it went. So, um, Johnny Depp, yes, Johnny Depp, our favorite Johnny Depp, he won the case against his ex-wife. So, moving to our last entertainment story, but Paul's wife is saying she doesn't have time to explain herself to fools. Excuse me for using that language. So the estranged wife of Ghanaian musician Patapa, Liha Miller, has reacted after her husband called out blogger Zion Felix for causing problems in their marriage. Leah Miller has said 
that she doesn't have time to explain herself to fools and so whatever is said about her should should be taken as such her reaction comes just after patapa accused Zion felix of causing problems in their marriage zion felix visited patapa's wife in germany a few days ago the blogger was seen hanging out and enjoying with patapa's estranged wife they were spotted cruising in an expensive whip and later went to eat fufu at a restaurant so while some people hinted that zion felix was only hooked up with patapa's wife for an interview others warned the blogger to keep things strictly professional with her yeah so according to patapa zion felix has already caused harm in his marriage his wife has responded in the video we just watched so she's saying whatever you hear about her you can add it you can edit it you can do whatever you want to do it's none of her business yes 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 so it's also applies to me whatever you hear about me mm-hmm. edit it um um well in fact so with me the makeup account add makeup to it and like dress it anyhow you want to but make sure you don't confront me you don't come to me and ask me anything about what you had yes so this is where i end my abstinence right on gonna talk show then as usual i go by the name regina blaze mm? so stay tuned for the lunchtime rhythm This Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. It's time for the entertainment news radio on Ghana Talk Show. Then I go by the name Regina Bless. So, moving to our top stories Queen Jubilee met with arrest as protesters crash William Led Parade. Queen Elizabeth Jubilee celebration kicked off on Thursday with the trooping, the color parade led by Prince William. However, reports of several arrests being made as the festivities have come in. As per RTV, the Metropolitan Police made numerous arrests after a certain group attempted to crash and enter ceremonial route of the trooping the color parade before it took off. Members of the group were pulled away from the back of a marching military band 
as they paraded along the route near Buckingham Palace early on Thursday. Footage from the incident shared online shows the Met Police detaining, detaining crowds wearing crowns as they take to the parade path. The Met Police also took to Twitter to share an update about the arrest threatened. Thank you to the crowd who showed their support by clapping our officers who returned to their post after dealing with the incident swiftly. Moving to our next story, Sam Ashgri breaks down what he loves about Britney Spurs. Sam Ashgri has just worn his hat on his sleeve and shed some light on everything that makes Britney Spears special. These revelations have been made by the actor during his interview with GQ magazine. He began by pointing all the things that led him to be attracted to Spears. And the biggest of them was the humbleness that attracted me. She was very humble and she had a beautiful soul. I want it to represent something. I want it to come from my heart. I want it to go to someone that wasn't a big jeweler. It was a big company, but it was a company that it was willing to do it the way that I wanted it. So I designed a really beautiful ring. It's a princess cut for a real life princess. I didn't want anybody to know and anybody to interfere in any way whatsoever. So it was between me and her. Moving to our next story. Cleo Kardashian ranked Scott Disc a whiner after Kortina Kardashian's wedding. Cleo Kardashian has caused has accused Scott Disc of acting like a total winner after learning of Kortina Kardashian's wedding Travis Baker. Cleo made this admission during her latest appearance on the Not Skinny But Not Far podcast. She began by admitting that Travis was most definitely being winning about Kotna moving on. She also added, when we are together talking sometimes, I forget. I'm like, wait, but you did have a girlfriend. You had like a two-year relationship that just ended. For those unversed, Rumors from insider claim the sick has been dating model Rebecca Donaldson. Prior to this, he was pubbed alongside models Sophia Richie and Amelia Hamilton. Prince George Charlotte Louis beamed alongside Kate Middleton at Jubilee Parade. Prince William is leading the troop in the color parade for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee with his wife Kate Middleton and children. Princess George and Louise and Princess Charlotte riding in the first royal carriage. The 96-year-old monarch is marking 70 years on the throne this month with the trooping. The color ceremony paying homage to the longest reigning British monarch in history with military horse parades and a fly past. As per report, the parade is being led by the Queen's grandson, Prince William on behalf of the monarch. Also riding with William's family in the first carriage is William's stepmother Camilla and Duchess of Cornwall. The Duchess of Cambridge shows a gorgeous white suit for the occasion with a matching hat and special earrings from the Queen's collection. Meanwhile, 
her kids George, Charlotte and Louise appeared in high spirit as they smiled and waved at the crowns lining the London streets for the jubilee. We move it to some local entertainment stories. Tears flow as popular Nigerian slave queen dies after Nash surgery goes wrong. A popular Nigerian slave queen, social media influencer, has died after a Nash surgery gone wrong in a clinic in Lagos. Those of us who don't know Nash, it means us. Yes, us. So according to reports, Christabel died a few days ago after her surgery ended up causing her complications. A friend of hers reviewed the sad news in a post ranting on social media. I want to bring this to the public. A friend just died at this hospital in Lagos, Nigeria a few days ago where she underwent surgery. Now I'm not against anybody that's going to enhance their body or anything as such. It's your body, life, and choice. So do what you want. Do what you love, her friend wrote on Twitter. She added, I'm against doctors that claim they have experience abroad. Come down to Nigeria to kill young people. After the surgery, she complained of bleeding and the doctors claimed it's normal, it would stop. Now, this is the problem. How are you a highly skilled and professional plastic surgeon? with experience abroad and someone you finish operating on complain about bleeding and you said it's normal and it will stop so neglecting her no care whatsoever are you sick that was what she said she said the most annoying part is that this girl died days ago without anybody knowing and the hospital did not find it needful to contact any of her relatives until few friends who knew she was going for surgery said She's supposed to have been back since days now. Now they decided to go to the hospital to check on her. Arriving, they were offered a letter that her body has been deposited at the mortuary. That is so sickening. Now I think the government needs to come into his into this health system and check the capability of most surgeons and make their own research if really they are well-trained surgeons to be able to operate on humans. If not, their license should be seized, arrested, and jailed. And she later ended with rest in peace, Christabel. So to our next entertainment story. Delay saved Ifyasha Sninga from prostitution in South Africa. And not to not the reviews. So Delay apparently once saved Ifyasha Sninga from drug addiction and alleged prostitution in South Africa. Nana Tunado made the standing claim during a new video addressing the ongoing delay if Schwarzenegger beef. Tunado initially said he would not jump into the beef because he owes neither lady any loyalty. So Tunado changed his mind after Diamond attacked Delay and decided to put her in her place. According to him, no matter how Delay has wronged him, he cannot sit by for a nobody like Diamond. To mock her. So Tonado said Diamond herself is as barren as a rock. So she cannot join Ifia Schwarzenegger, aka Asibolanga. Ah, sorry if I didn't pronounce it so. To attack her. So let's go listen to some videos. Asibolanga. <laughs> 
Asi bolanga. Asi bolanga mu ya muwa. Toto, 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 toto. E mu ya muwa. Ana gana fopa, sometimes mu shoke be say up to now. Ke ba shi bia ne. So, bara. E mu ya muwa. Ah. No bia me. Ma ko to say. Bara.
Nanatunado had to say about Delay Diamond and also our very own Manti Efia Shasniga. So moving to our next entertainment local story. Um, people think artists who don't show off on social media are broke. Eno Baroni says. So award-winning rapper Eno Baroni says most people on social media mm, assume musicians who don't flaunt their possessions on these platforms are poor. She indicated that artists have different ways of interacting with their fan base on social media. Some choose to sell their lifestyle wares. According to her, others sell their music and inspiration to their fans. She pointed out 
that such people should understand that any artist who is consistent and making great tracks in the music industry is surely getting some money in return. So this is where we end the entertainment hub right here on Ghana Talk Show. Don't go by the name Regina Bless. So today, Odomu Nsame is coming your way from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And today we're discussing, is it right to marry an elder person? Yes. So get your questions ready. Get your opinions ready. Ask your guests to be here to answer all your questions. Don't forget to download the Ghana Talks Today app on Google Play Store or Apple App Store. Or you can also visit our website, www.ghanatalksradio.com. Thanks for choosing us. Stay tuned. Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.